Today on the show, we have Nirav Bansali, head of industry strategy and go-to-market for automotive for Adobe. This is Amplify, a retail automotive podcast brought to you by Reuters Events and DeSoto. It's time to make the most innovative voices in retail automotive louder. Rob, thank you so much for joining us today. It's good to have you here. Thank you, thank you. Looking forward to it. That's a great intro. Um, <laughs> no, I hope this lives up to that. Right, it's, it, it kind of gives it's you like, all the energy. Like, Ooh, sit up oh, straight here. They're expecting something from me. That's what we like to, like to set the tone. Now, it's interesting because uh, when people hear Adobe, they yep. uh, most like from if they've just... Our whole company is like... Creative Cloud. Right, Creative Cloud, <laughs> right? That's our kind of, that's our side of Adobe. And that's, I think, the way that most people see Adobe Absolutely. or they've opened a PDF in Adobe Acrobat and that's their relationship with Adobe. Yeah. But Adobe is so much more of a broad company and, and actually has a lot more interaction on the data content management side of things. Um, and that's kind of where you come in, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, that's a, that's been my introduction to Adobe like four or five years ago. It's like, Okay, Adobe is beyond Creative Cloud, and that's kind of the same you know hurdle we come up against. But it's a good you know it's a good question. Like that tells you the power of like when things become verbs. Like I'm gonna you know give me a PDF or like I'm PDF this or Photoshop that. It takes time for people to then think about it in another context. But to your point, yeah, Adobe's been in this digital transformation space for over a decade. It, it all started like. 10 plus years ago when Adobe acquired an analytics company called Omniture. Um, and since then, Adobe's kind of built out similar to a creative cloud, what we call experience cloud, which is collection of different solutions uh, across data analytics, content management, personalization, customer data platform to bring together for any large company, right? Like we have some of the biggest auto OEMs here, dealer groups. Um, to use it for you know their digital marketing and customer experience. Yeah, you know it's interesting because uh, for Adobe doing that ten years and you know that that was fairly early in the the like you know that type of data utilization. O Adobe and Amazon and and Google were kind of like early early in yeah. that game. Um, Auto is just starting to really come around, at least at the dealer and industry partner level. Um, the OEM level has been operating in yeah. that for quite some time. Um, why? Uh, why do you think that that that's kind of like finally hitting the wave of auto, where e-com and a lot of other experience stuff, or telecom, has been in personalization and data yeah. data efficiency for a while? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's a great point. Like even the first set of digital applications and auto were just simple websites, right? Like the, the catalog that we had sitting on the couch at the back of the dealer and then it became the website, right? And that's really the initial digital kind of uh, onset for, for the industry, but obviously a lot has changed. Like personally, like I come from the industry, I used to work um, as a product manager within the connected car space and I saw this firsthand. I think a lot of what has happened over the last decade has been external pressure. Um, like, I think, you know, if you take Tesla as an example, most people will say Tesla, you know, electrification, autonomous driving, amazing experience, seamless purchase. But personally, I think the biggest disruption is the model, it's the business model, right? And that yeah. has now come to a place 10 years 
later where we're starting to see the effects across so many aspects of the industry, like a lot of the teams took today. took 10 years. It took 10 years, but it took you know, a point now where everyone's starting to realize that, yeah, either they have to follow the model or they have to fix the model. And, you know, both will likely exist, but the fix the model, um, that's where the dealers and the OEM, I mean, the OEMs and dealers really have to come together. But, uh, yeah, I think that's happening. So I think that's why we're seeing a lot of the frenzy around digital and using digital because that's going to be the way to connect those two. Uh, and do it in a way that's you know beneficial to both bodies. Yeah, connecting is extremely important. And when you think about, um, especially OEMs and dealers, really recognizing that when the when we are dealing with data, that's it's been like almost a complete separation down the middle for so long. And what that actually does is destroy customer journeys. Yeah. How how are you able to? And how how are technologies like? a CDP yep. or an analytics platform or, or an experience platform able to kind of like meet both the dealer and yep. OEM to, to bring them together with the consumer? Yeah, yeah, no, I, that's a great question. Like I'll, um, I think there's two parts to the answer. There's a technology piece, which we you know, think we're helping solve for, but there's a people process bit, which no matter what technology you have, cannot solve for, right? So ultimately the two parties have to come on the table and agree, but on the technology side, um, you know, like what we're starting to see is, and it's not just auto, if you look across in other industries, like look at travel, look at hotels, like anywhere where you, or even like QSR, anywhere where you have this corporate and franchisee relationship, this problem always exists. So what we're starting to uh, see- oh, Pause real yeah, quick, yeah. because I think a lot of times yeah. in auto, we're like, we're alone, nobody right. else deals with this. Yeah, yeah. But you're like, no, 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 don't worry. Yeah. Yes. Lots of other people deal yes. with this in the franchise, uh, uh, you know, OEM kind of nature. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it's obviously auto is more, com the product's more complex and it's getting more complex and it's tougher to sell. Like it's not the same as some of these other examples, but I think the technology bit that we can do is, you know, offer a solution. I think it was shared earlier today as one of the points where it's it's kind of a distributed CDP. It's a model that, you know, the dealers and the OEMs both can tap into. There's clear governance, there's transparency built in. You know, if the OEM wants to protect certain data that's that they believe is, you know, theirs or opted in by their customers only for their use, they should have those guardrails in same thing on the dealer side and also the OEM should then ensure that they have to be stewards of the dealer data as well so that you know one dealer's data is not landing up in another dealer's marketing campaign yeah that's that's the bit <laughs> that'd that be a problem no Sorry. but it's it's a real real problem because there's not data standards around all of that type of stuff like I mean like a, a lot of people are throwing around the words like ISO and SOC and 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 these these compliance metrics but like S something simple, something as simple as like someone extracting data out of a platform and then typing in Joe yeah. into the email, attaching that data and it going to the wrong place, like major, major fireable red flag. And that's where data centric platforms where people can actually touch it with an API, like clean a lot of that up and that's that's what adobe has the ability to do yes yeah. and that's kind of the thing so i think that your, your point is like super valid like we um there are certain like legal things that all data platforms have to follow like mm -hmm. if it's you know 
if it's in the healthcare space, there's HIPAA stuff. Right. If it's like GDPR in Europe, right? Like, but then there's stuff that's not written in l- regulatory or legal code, but that's that's the bit, that's the business requirement bit that has to be written in. And like the technology can help code that and make sure that it's like solid and that no one's taking advantage of something that they shouldn't be, uh, or even by mistake, right? Like that that's probably the likely scenario that it just happens to show up in someone's segment when it shouldn't have shown up, right? Um, but that has to come from that agreement between the OEM, the dealer, right? Like that, those sets of rules have to be written. Like uh, almost look at it as when they, you know, when when they roll out like physical changes to the dealers, uh, like layouts and right. things like that. There's a lot of stuff written in around like how much investment you put in and what what level of upgrades you want to make. Yeah, and high level of detail. High level, right? And things are and people are held accountable to that, right? And there are people who will be out in the field to make sure that's implemented and going well. So I think you take that approach back to digital. It's just, it's kind of the same thing. It hasn't been done, but kind of, ha- I think that's where you can learn a lot from it. There, there are places where it's happening. Yeah, like there's a way to understand it. I like, I like when you drew the parallel between the two because dealers understand that. Exactly. And when you can say it's like that for that. Yep. Right, which helps me too because it helps me understand <laughs> it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. What what do you, what do you think the biggest barriers are to a world where like that is happening regularly? Yeah. Right now. Um. Yeah, I think he's like, let me. Here's my bulleted list. <laughs> no, I didn't have anything prepared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, I think the biggest barrier is like the probably like there there still hasn't been the urgency where like business is gonna shut down tomorrow right cars are still being sold in the regular way like so because things take time to change and evolve in this industry that pressure isn't there but i think that's changing like so the more external threats come in like we were just talking to someone about you know neo was here today talking about them potentially coming here to the u.s and Winfast and bunch of other OEMs are planning to come in, right? Like, so I think that that might be the catalyst, right? Yeah. Like, that just like shocks the system, and they're like, "All right, let's let's do it." I hope we don't get there because probably don't want to work from a place like that. Because there's a chance right now. You're saying like we can yeah, get ahead is, of it. This is the window. And and how long, in your opinion, is the window? Uh, are we 24 months? Like 23 <laughs> days and 48 seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I ho- after this podcast, I, I, I hope it was already. I hope it's already like in discussion, and I think it is. Like every customer we speak to on both sides, you know, this is top three, right? Let's never like oh down the thing. Like, yeah. I mean, two so years ago, even like 18 months ago, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Right. When we started to hear even CDP yeah. come out, it was like I think I said CDP on a LinkedIn post, and everyone, everybody was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's been it's been like really ramped up in the last twenty months. How long have you been in the position you're in right now? Uh, current position two years. Okay, awesome. so yeah. literally right when the conversation. Good timing. At least there you go. There good you go. timing. Great timing. You're in it. You're ready to go. Thanks for sharing a little hey, bit about the side of Adobe that may, maybe people don't know exist. And thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to the Amplify podcast, brought to you by Reuters Events and Asotu. For more engaging episodes like this, subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform. You can learn more about our hosts, Paul J. Daly and Cal Mountsier, by visiting asotu.com.